to Franklin Covey's Be a Better Leader series. I'm your host, Lena Renee. I serve as the Senior Vice President of Professional Services and Client Facilitation for Franklin Covey. On this season of Be a Better Leader, we're talking all about how to help your leaders become more successful even in the midst of uncertainty and change. At Franklin Covey, we help organizations achieve results that require collective behavior change. We know that the best performing organizations use a common execution framework to pursue and to achieve their most important goals. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how leaders need to narrow their focus, create clarity and commitment around their executable targets, and mobilize all of their people to be able to deliver breakthrough results. With us today, it's our pleasure to have the best-selling author and global practice leader of execution at Franklin Covey, Chris McChesney. Chris, it is always a pleasure. Woo! <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. So much fun to be with you. So first, I want to ask a question that is probably on every single person's mind. So how do you know that you're focusing on the right, wildly important goal out of the thousands of things that we have to accomplish every day? How do we know that? You're saying it just right, Lena. You're saying it just right because it is a thousand things. This is a, we live in a target rich environment. And if it wasn't before the pandemic, it is now. And now we're pivoting. And not only do we have a ton of new problems, but we also have a ton of new opportunities. And <laughs> I, 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 I get a cheap laugh nowadays by just asking an audience that I'm talking to if any of you have talked about narrowing your focus or prioritizing in the last two days. And it's just <laughs> laughter. So every, you're right. Everybody's on this note. So, okay. So little, Little framework, little question. Fair enough? Because it's fair enough. I don't want to give a trite answer to a hard question. Yeah. So, what we tell leaders, the way we bridge this, and we spent a lot of time, ages, thinking about this, yeah. is first of all, get really clear on those elements of your plan that are pretty secure. And other, and, and, and two buckets. So those things I know with money and authority we can get done. We're gonna change that comp plan. We are gonna we're gonna sign that marketing firm. We're gonna hire that person. Like the things that are already like that can be done with money and authority, and you feel like you've got a handle on them. Yeah. Lock those down. Awesome. On the other side, Check. those the, those things, right? Check. So so we call those stroke of the pen. On the other side, we have sort of the vital signs, the 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 life support part of our operation, and all of the work that's associated with what we do on a day to day basis, and the things that we feel. Yeah, there's some work there, but I feel like we can get it done. Even even if there's some vital elements, if you feel like either through money and authority or through the natural momentum of the business, we're okay. Yeah it leaves a little bit of space for a really key question. And the question, it's a little metaphor, and we've asked this a thousand times, it's my favorite way of asking the question. In your brain, da -na -na, <laughs> dun, 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 what lives at the intersection of really important, and if I'm honest with myself, I don't think it's gonna happen. Mm. In other words, I can't buy this, like we've got to start talking to our customers differently. We have to, I can't write a memo. I can't mandate it. I'd write the check if I could, right? And, and I know it's not gonna happen under the normal momentum of the business. And so this little question, if you almost picture a street sign, the intersection of really important and if I'm honest with myself, I don't think it's going to happen. So give me your reaction to that. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. And I think the key point that you're saying there is if I'm honest with myself, because I see leaders and work with leaders and am sometimes a leader that is saying like, oh, 
oh, for sure we can do that. It's the most important thing. I know it is. And we can get it done. And then like three months, six months later, I'm still saying it's the most important thing. And I know we can. I know. Get it done. I know. That's how you know. Like if you know in the future, six months from now, you're going to be going, oh, that retention rate. It's staring me right in the face. Like, you know, if, if you know that's what it's going to feel like, we know we have this sort of honest self. And we got this from one of the hospitals we worked with, but they talked about that little area as the intensive care unit of the hospital. Mm. There's good medicine happening everywhere, yeah. but leaders that are successful executors have the ability to apply disproportionate energy to create. So that's a way, I don't know if I'm totally answering your question, but that's a great mechanism to at least begin the conversation with your team around where are we going, which issue are we going to send to intensive care? Where are we going to apply disproportionate energy? I love it. I love it. That disproportionate energy. And I will say when, when I do this well, which I mean, I am just so lucky because I have this whole framework. You and I have been friends. Yeah, for a you're long really time. a good execution. She really is. I'm really not. I'm, the four disciplines no. were made for me. She, she is do. amazing at what no, she does. Like right from day so one. Kind. No, it's true. You're kind. Well, I've had the gift of knowing you and getting your coaching. And I will say when That's I funny. do this well, and there's times I do it well, times I don't, it feels so different, right? I get to the end, we are, yeah, we like, are yeah. Friday afternoon and I'm like, I'm crushing it, you know? <laughs> okay, can I, can I put some words on that? Yes. Okay, so a lot of times after we talked about all the disciplines and all the steps, I just wanna give people like a simple, like one-liner, how do you know it's working? How do you know you're there? And so you sort of took me there a little bit. And these are the words that we've found to be very helpful. When it's working, it should feel like a high stakes, but winnable game. Like if we could, like, I think we can do this. Like, I think it's working. I think we're getting to like, I believe, I believe we're going to, we're going to do this. Like it's, it's not out of reach. And if we pull it off, it's a big deal. And there's some research that was done in the sixties that say engagement's all about progress and purpose. And if you have those two, it, it, that's the sweet, that's the emotion, right? Lena? I mean, I don't want to put words in your totally. mouth, but as you were saying that, that's what I was thinking yes. in my mind. Yes. It's when at the end of the week, you're still leaning in to your role. Yeah, right? that's Rather right. Than like, I gotta, I gotta tap out at two. Right. So, so for me, there's a real, a real change in how I feel when I'm doing this. Well, yeah, you might love your, you might love your job, but you might not love your work. Yep. Yeah. And where this really feels right is and and sometimes leaders have to put a lot of energy before you get to this sort of sweet spot feeling but 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 at the point that it feels like yeah we're really winning and it's it and it's going to make a difference that's when people start to love their work not just their job that's right that's exactly right okay i want to i want us to talk about another model and framework that i use really frequently in fact this fiscal year my strategic plan is three words it's jump the curve. That's what I'm like, all that I'm like, we're going to jump the curve. Okay. So it's maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, knowing your role in the organization, <laughs> I, I can see why you would go there. Everything's going to, and I know it's probably shift the curve would have been better, but I want to jump. The and it's curve. not unrelated to our first talking point. It's very, it's very related to our first talking point. Okay. So talk to us about the curve, Chris, what's this curve? How do we use it? Um, why is it so profound? All right. So I'm going to bridge off of what we were just talking about before. Okay, so these areas that require a breakthrough, these things that live at the intersection of really important and aren't gonna happen at their own, they all share the very same characteristic, which is they require a change in human behavior. 
Yep. Okay, so that's our that's our value proposition as an organization, right? And so whenever you talk about adoption of a new behavior, right? Getting people to lean into something new, it always shows up as a bell curve. Yeah. You have your early adopters, what we call our models on one end, you have this big group in the middle, right? That we call the not yet. They're there intellectually, but they're still yes. ruled by the day job. Yes. And there's yes. this tail of folks that are not coming along and we call them nevers they're they're not there yep. and one of the things and lane I, I wonder if you've ever thought about this but you could have people who are a players in the day job who are your nevers or your resistors on the new thing if they don't match up it's a different it's not when we describe this curve we're not talking about your a players your b players and your c players yep we're, yep. we're talking about the new thing and do you think of it that way yeah, and I mean, when I, it's funny because jump the curve makes it sound like I'm saying jump over, but actually what I was laying out is a bell curve and then a much tighter bell curve. And I'm like, you can, it's this, you know, shape that's wide and low right. and you got to jump it to being tight. Writer, and writer and tighter. Yes, writer and tighter into like a whole different shape, right? Where we are all aligned and getting there requires, I mean, candidly as a leader, some of the really tough decisions is when you've got an A player in the never and your yes. initiative is critical. Yes. You know, you're not, That's, you can't win. This is, these are like, these are like critical moments for a leader where the whole organization is looking at you going serious boss. Totally. And sometimes, sometimes those A player nevers are a little outspoken. Some of them even recruit, right? And that can be, that can be really challenging. Okay. So Chris, so well said. So how does a leader take this idea and become really like tactical and practical and real about it. Okay, so there's one big observation. So you, if everybody's with us, you got these three groups. You got a small group of models. These are the people that are on board. You got a big chunk of not yets. And then you've got another small group of nevers. And it's, it's not always like this, but it's usually like this. Here's the big observation. There's not much opportunity with your models. They're already doing it. 100%, yeah. And there's not much opportunities in your nevers, right? These are the two groups, but here's the ironic part, Lena. Those are the two groups that most leaders spend most of their time with. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Right, for the two, <laughs> and, and yet, and, and we fixate, like when we think about the problem, we see the faces of the nevers, like we start fixating on there and, right? And, and there's no opportunity on either end. All of the opportunity is with that quiet group in the middle that's yeah. saying, love it, boss, key to our future, and they're not doing yes. a thing about it. <laughs> yes. yes, and you know, I do think that disproportionate time on the nevers is so hard because we spend time, you know, coaxing or performance managing or, and if they're truly a never and you've got a really critical thing, it is one of the hardest things and you you cannot move your curve with those people as dead weight. I mean, that's right. it's that's really right. hard, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a gut check decision. And the other thing that we've seen is until you start, until you start to move your not yet, mm -hmm. then you, you don't really flush out your nevers. Yeah, you have to because really, yeah. in terms of behavior, there's not much difference between the not yet and the nevers until you start to get that movement. Yeah.
Um, yeah. And this, you know, this is really where the disciplines, people would say to us, they look at the disciplines and they go, that would never work with Marcus. And we're like, we know that would never work with Marcus. We don't want you thinking about, that's a different conversation we're having with Marcus. But sometimes Marcus tricks you. And sometimes Marcus jumps. And I want to talk about it because I can't predict it. And it's yeah. not the majority, but it happens on every engagement. There's a, there's a Suzanne or a Marcus that jumps to the other end of the curve. And people say, we've never seen her like this. We've never yeah seen they've always been a resistor and what happened was it was the first time they got to play in a high stakes winnable game yes they could influence but it's very hard to tell who those flips are going to be yeah because we talked about it earlier like this is when you lean in right that when they when they yeah. are in a winnable game focusing on the right things it shifts how they engage but i love your point that you don't necessarily know who those people are until you've spelled out this is our wildly important goal and i have found you got to get to the why of it. I mean, you cannot expect people to shift in this curve unless they understand what you're doing. And so I think that's an important part as well. But I found sometimes you paint that picture, you make it clear and people really surprise you. And you're like, oh, I never thought that person was coming along. And they're the first one in the bucket, right? Yeah. And and the, the whole idea too, we, we've seen that around compliance and commitment, sometimes and it's this this affects the generations conversation as well. There are some people who, who are very bad at compliance. Like they'll fight you for the sake of fighting you, but heaven help you if they get engaged, they're incredibly committed. Yes, and didn't every leader on the on this right now think of someone when you yeah, said that? Yeah, you just saw a face, right? You <laughs> yeah. saw a face. Yeah. You're like, if I could ever get her on board, we'd be unstoppable. Yeah. So, which is, by the way, that is a great way to look at the four disciplines of execution. If you're thinking about it, don't look at it as a way to run your operation. That's not what it is. Hmm. What the four disciplines of execution are, it's the treatment for intensive care. It's how, how do we create pull yeah. and engagement around a strategic priority, how to, around the breakthrough. Yeah, which unless you have a framework like the four disciplines is so easy to say and so hard to do. So, I mean, yeah, that right. really is the power of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, Chris, it is always such a pleasure. This Thank you fun. so much. Yeah, super fun. It's a really good, that's insight. a really, we could go, we could go 30 minutes for sure <laughs> on this topic. Absolutely, or all day like we do with clients when we work yeah, with them. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much. And for those of you that are watching or listening, as you think about your goals and your priorities as a leader, Ask yourself if you have a wildly important goal that you're focused on and that you are bringing your team along with. Are you making the time to execute on what really matters and delivers the results you need to achieve? Thank you for joining us today. And for more helpful resources on achieving breakthrough results, visit us at franklincovey.com.